Havila Cunnington, and this is Havila's Podcast. I'm excited that you're tuning in today. You know, this podcast was created by Truth to Table so I could have a place to share my heart, biblical truth, simple lifestyle leadership, as well as just connect with my table community, my table tribe. So I hope that you'll spend a few minutes with me as we jump in to whatever God has put on my heart this week. And don't forget that you're never too far gone from where God wants to take you. You are loved, you are seen, and he wants to desperately know everything about you. I love you guys. Thanks for listening. Let's jump into this. I want to talk about something and kind of start out with this idea of hunger and cravings and all those kind of things. You know, I was on Instagram a couple days ago and I was um, struck with the story of a woman who this past week passed away and she had a young family and it was sudden and I didn't know her. I didn't really know very many people she was connected to, but I had heard her name. In fact, I think I even spoke at a, an event with her. Sometimes speakers kind of cross paths, but we don't see each other. And um, so I had heard her name, but I didn't realize that who she was. And so I kind of went to work, you know, on Instagram where you start kind of like stalking and researching and like what happened and who are they and how they, are they connected? And, and as I'm reading the feed, her husband posted this beautiful tribute to his wife. Underneath it, I saw Christians, right? Classic believers that we all are around and what they were saying. And I'm always struck with what people say when there's tragedy because I feel like it does give insight to, I don't know, maybe authenticity or just kind of the fake Christianity that we sometimes throw things out and it feels disingenuous. And so underneath it, it was like somebody wrote, you know, lean into God, he'll be your total, you know, your source or, you know, don't, you know, trust in him. He took the best one and for himself. And, and as I'm reading it, I'm getting more and more frustrated because I'm thinking this, I have gone, we've had death in our own family. And it's like the last thing you want is someone to kind of preach at you when you're in the darkest place. You want someone to just be like, I'm here. I love you, whatever you need. Right. But as I'm reading this, I'm struck with how this person writes, God is your source. He'll be everything for you. And I'm like, hmm, I believe that God is the source of everything we need. But I do believe that if we don't know how to get our needs met in a healthy way, then we'll end up leaning into God and we can actually not utilize all the other things that he gave us. Remember that old joke that there was a guy who was praying to be rescued and a guy, he's on an island and he's like, God, rescue me. And a guy on a boat comes by, he's like, you wanna get in the boat? And he's like, no, no, God's gonna rescue me. And then a guy on a plane flies by and he's like, hey, you wanna get in the plane? He's like, no, no, God's gonna rescue me. And you know, I gets reached out a couple times and then lastly, the guy dies. He goes, God, why didn't you rescue me? And he goes, well, I sent a boat, I sent a plane. You know, I sent all these things to you, but you thought it was gonna come in one way. And what I want to really lean into this month is the idea that you have needs and God has created various ways to nourish those needs, but you've got to be aware of the need and you've got to recognize that need and you've got to find ways to, to get that met in a healthy way. I think sometimes we get struck with this, at least I do, this kind of question, this fear. And that fear is, if God is all I need, then why do I have needs? You ever thought about that? Like... Every time we want to tell somebody I have a need, they're like, well, have you tried God? Well, have you asked God? It's like, 
Yeah, but I, I still have a need. I remember being single and wanting to be married and wanting to have a family. And people people would say, oh, you know, God's all you need. Lean into him. And it's like, it is, but I, I don't think God's going to like marry me and like give me children. Like that's not going to be what we're doing here. And so we've got to realize that there are other ways that God meets our needs other than just saying he's our source, right? So what I want to talk about quickly and remind you is our pursuit to wholeness and vital Christianity, vital faith, is to understand that God is the creator of all of us. He is not never ashamed, never surprised, never overwhelmed by us. In fact, he knows all the stuff we're going to go through. He's fully aware of it, and he loves us. And so one thing we have to understand is that our needs don't make us needy. That's something that we sometimes face. If I have a need, does that mean I'm needy? No, it means you're human. God created you to have needs, and some of those needs are linked to your humanity. Some of them are linked to being connected relationally. Some of them are, are needs that are connected to, to healthy friendships. And you know, there's all kinds of needs that we get met through other sources. So here's what I want us to look at. Needs are given to us by God. You don't need to feel needy. God gave you needs so you could actually partake all the hunger we have, partake in the good things that, that God's provided. The Bible says he's laid out a banqueting table for us, and the only way for you to actually eat the things he's given you is to create a need. You aren't going to want community unless you crave friendship. You're not going to want um, you know, a spouse unless you crave uh, connection and an intimacy. You're not going to crave purpose unless you have a desire to make an impact. So we all have hunger, and there's a, there's a link to that. Secondly, is that... Um, our external needs keep us alive, you know, sleep, food, air, basic needs, right? And we, we need to get those met. It's like, even when we talk about parenting, yeah, okay, I clothe you, I feed you, basic needs, shelter you, basic. But that doesn't mean I'm a good parent. My parenting also is connected to the internal needs, which is that you belong here and I'm here to comfort you and see you and talk to you and hold you, all those internal needs and, and, and connection. And so God gives us internal needs so that we can begin to build from the inside out and not just get our external needs met, but it allows us to, to connect deeper than skin, right? So your needs are legitimate. This is really important and kind of one of the things that we've based we've looked at a lot this last week in this study, and that is in the garden, when Adam and Eve were in the garden, they had everything they needed. I mean, the meal that was provided for them, these apples and fruits, I mean, the Bible says the garden was incredible. It was flourishing. There was every need they had was met, and they needed nothing. And yet, I still think it's interesting that God still created them to eat, like God didn't just go, well, you don't need to eat. He wanted them to partake in good things and nourish and eat and, you know, be satisfied. But the enemy comes lying to Adam and Eve and he says, hey, did God really tell you that you can't eat? And what happens is this. The enemy never tempts us with something out of the box that we have no desire for. The enemy always lies and says, you have a need and here's a way to get it met. And it's usually linked to an illegitimate way to get it met. So he'll say, you have a need, you go out and get it met. You need to do this, you need to look at this, you need to say this, you need to figure this out. And it's 
It's gonna satisfy us for a minute, but it's not gonna give us deep nourishment. It's like that junk food, right? It's like we can eat really whole food. It takes a while to make, it's a little harder to get. We can't just pop it in the oven, the microwave oven and pull it out. Yeah, it's gonna take some time to prepare it, but when we eat it, we feel better, we digest it differently, it gives us vitality, but we can get food anytime we want and pop open a bag of Cheetos, but at the end of it, you're gonna feel tired, you're gonna feel lethargic, you're gonna feel kind of out of it, you're gonna be hungry in an hour because it didn't really nourish you. So it's the same with our spiritual needs. We can get them met in a really fast way. I mean, pornography is a quick way to get some kind of need met. Um, food is a quick way to get something met. Shopping, um, you know, all, uh, being hanging out with the wrong people. Um, the exercise is a quick way to try to get, I'm talking about an obsession, not that those things are bad, but all in the wrong timing and all in how we, we worship it. Yeah, we can get our need met quickly. But you can't go to the gym and get a soul need met. You know, if you have a mind need or a heart need, you gotta go and do the heart work. And it's the same way with anything that we participate in. We've gotta know, okay, what's my legitimate need and how do I get it met? One thing over at More Revolution we used to talk about is when you are hungry, right, craving, you need to halt, which means you need to ask yourself, am I hurting, lonely, angry, or tired? Am I hurting, lonely, angry or tired. The reason we would ask that is often it's one of those four ways. And if you don't acknowledge that, then you'll find yourself doing something stupid for the sake of getting your need met, but not necessarily being nourished. So when you look at that, you find out that you begin to see how the enemy's offering you an illegitimate source. God is always offering you a legitimate source. The Bible says you have prepared a banqueting table in, in the presence of my enemies. I love that thought, that in the middle of my enemies, which says you're not enough, you don't have enough, you are, you, you're never gonna get what you need, you don't have what they have, God is saying, no, 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 no. I have prepared this beautiful banquet table in front of you that anything you need, no good thing will I withhold from you. Nothing. It's going to take a little bit of time, but you're going to get there. So number one, we need to understand that we get to choose where we eat from. You can't choose if you're hungry or not. Anybody I know, you can't say, I'm not hungry. I'm not hungry. That's how you end up late at night opening a bag of chips because you haven't eaten all day, right? Like you can't ignore, you can ignore a hunger for so long, but eventually that need becomes predominant. It's like this with my kids. I'll make them a meal and they'll be like, I don't want that, I don't like that. I'll be like, well, this is what mom made, this is what's for dinner, I don't want that. And I know that if they get hungry enough, they'll eat it. So it'll sit on the counter until eventually an hour, two hours, three hours, they'll come back and say, I'm hungry. And I'll say, no problem, the food is right here. See, the hungrier we get, the more we're willing to partake in whatever's in front of us. And so that's really important. If you get the right food in front of you at the right time, you don't have to worry because your hunger will only initiate you being nourished, not like left wanting. So you were born out of love, for love, and to be loved. This is the key component to this week that I want you to take note. You were created to be loved. You have a deep hunger to be loved, and there's nothing wrong with that. Not loved like romantically, although that's part of it, but a loved like nothing in return. You are loved because you are a daughter or a son of God. You are loved because of who you are, not what you do. And that deep love is that you belong. You have a deep desire to belong and to be loved, and that's part of it. Your need for love is valid. And loved meaning 
the, the love that says, you don't need to be anything different. I love you with an everlasting love, a love that goes past everything else, the, the love that picked you from the beginning, the love that has seen you from the beginning, the love that walks with you in the cool of the garden every single day just to be with you, to love and be loved. That is your deepest core need. And guess what? God is the source of that, but he'll give you other ways to get that need met in a really healthy environment. So your, our core fear often is that we're never gonna feel full right? We're always going to crave. We're always going to want more. But you know, you can simultaneously be satisfied, but still crave for change or crave for something. And that doesn't make you bad. Wanting something, desiring something, but still being able to be satisfied and say, God, I'm satisfied in you. I would love to be an author. I would love to get married. I would love to move over here. I would love to but I'm still satisfied. If that never comes my way, me being loved and loving you back is enough. That makes me a success, right? So the message of your heart this week is that you are fully loved and lovable. You are, no matter what the world has told you, no matter what your family has told you, no matter what your ex has told you, you are lovable and you are fully loved and no one can take that away from you. You are chosen by the highest price. If God had to die for one of us, it would have been you and he would have shed one drop of blood just for you. You are so loved. So here's your declarations this week that I want you to think about. First one is, I have a need to be loved. I want you to say that to yourself. I have a need to be loved. You're allowed to desire to be loved and connected. That's normal. The second one is, I am lovable even though I am imperfect. I am lovable even though I am imperfect. Are my kids perfect? No, not by a long shot. Are they loved? Like crazy. Like I want to eat their little faces. They're so cute. I would do anything for them. But they are not perfect. They are loved because they are mine. And I, I created them, right? And I made them and I want them here and they're my dream. And it's the same with your life. That's how God feels about you. Um, there will always be enough. I want you to really tell yourself that when it comes to being loved by God. There will always be enough. Just because someone is loved over here or gets this or has this does not take away from my ability to be fully satisfied in what he's given me. Also, I'm allowed to have needs. Some of you guys, I love you, but you don't allow yourself to have needs. You've related needs to being needy. And I want you to break up with that this week. I have needs and I'm not needy. Tell yourself that. I have needs and I am not needy. Those are two separate things and you are allowed to have them. And then lastly, I don't have to earn love. You are not earning God's love. He loves you whether you ever love him back, whether you ever do another thing for him, you are loved because of who you are and you do not have to earn his love. Well, I hope that really blessed your life. I hope that everything God was trying to get to you, you grabbed a hold of. Again, don't forget to give me a shout out on the socials. I'm there almost every day. And if this podcast really spoke to you, would you consider leaving a review so others can find this podcast and as well as some stars? I hope you have a great day and I'll catch you next time.